Welcome to the Business Report. This is a new year 2024 and we will be bringing you business news from Namibia, the region and abroad. Our revamped show will be airing twice a week from this year onwards on Tuesday and Thursday evenings at 6 o'clock with repeats on Wednesday and Friday mornings at 5.30. My name is Michelle and I will be hosting the economics briefings or as you know at the Market Watch on Tuesday evenings. I have a lineup of various economists um, this year providing every week a different take or not on the data releases impacting on or as a result of our economic activity. So today I'm speaking to Rusa Nandagu. She's the chief economist for the First Rand Namibia Group, and we'll be touching on growth trends for 2024, a view on the hot topic of inflation, and some outlook of what we can therefore expect from a monetary policy point of view. Welcome to our show, Rusa. So, uh, yeah, thanks for, for saying yes to me <laughs> on, on taking on this challenge. So, welcome. Thank you very much, Michelle. I'm happy to be here. Good. So, take us through your growth expectations for 2024, for specifically the Namibian economy. What are you foreseeing? Sure. So unlike the global economy, um, the Namibian economy has actually been performing quite well from a statistical perspective. Last year, we saw quite strong growth rates averaging around 6.5%. Now, that's much higher than what we've seen if we just look at the pre-pandemic period where the growth, five-year growth before pre-pandemic or before the pandemic averaged around 0.7%. Now, whenever I put that figure forth, people are shocked and they say, we're not feeling this on the ground. How, how on earth is it possible that the economy is growing by 6.5%? And that's why it's always important to unpack the number a little bit. So what you'll see when you break down the number is that actually a lot of the growth has been driven by your mining and also our statistical agency is now including the oil and gas exploration in those numbers. So you have this very high headline growth, but it's not necessarily translating into the broader economy. And one of the figures that we look at is your consumption growth. So that actually contracted by 0.3%, telling you that it's not filtering through to the households and individuals like you and me necessarily. And one of the other figures we also look at is your credit uptake in the economy. So are people taking up loans? Because that's a leading indicator of future economic activity. And that's also very weak at 2%. So high growth, but not translating into the broader economy. Very concentrated in a few sectors. But the 6% was actual growth, even though yes. only concentrated. So yes. on the oil and gas, just help us to understand how if it was actual growth, but they're still exploring, how does that filter through to an actual growth? So... As per the National Statistics Classification, exploration is considered an economic activity, activity. even though we're not actually producing and seeing the benefits, like your fiscal benefits, etc. So again, always unpack that number, yeah. not take it at face value. Yeah. yeah. And your forecast, the areas for growth in 2024? All right. So uh, based on the 2023 figures that we have, which is up to quarter three, we now expect the economy to, about, to be about 6.8%, sure. quite high. Yeah. But we do expect the slowdown to about 5.8% this year. That's because of the weaker global economy, obviously a very weak consumer as well. But again, the growth rates are quite high compared to our historical average. But yeah. again, always not taking that, that figure at face value yeah. necessarily. Is it something that economists do that they calculate a normalized growth if you then take out those two high concentrations? Yes, so we actually have done an exercise. So we did one where we excluded the exploration growth that brought the growth down to 2.9%. And if you exclude your mining, which is obviously a very strong mm. assumption, you actually mm. only have 0.7% okay. growth. So we have done that you. exercise as okay. well. Yes. Okay. So the burning point for the last two years has been inflation globally and year, and hence also the very severe um, hikes in interest rates that we've seen. So what are your outlook? Uh, what are your, your views on, on the outlook of inflation? And my specific question here is currently with the Red Sea disruptions and saying that 15% of global trade goes through that route and now those ships need to come through or around the, 
the southern point of Africa, I mean, this is where we live. Will we also then feel an increase in, in inflation? Yeah, so what we saw last year is inflation came down quite materially in Namibia. We started January at around 7%, into December at around 5.3%. Um, but what we're seeing now is these new inflation risks that are starting to come through from, as you mentioned, the issues around the Red Sea, possible impact on the global oil price. Surprisingly, we haven't seen the Israel-Hamas um, tensions filter through that much of the oil price, still below 80. And we expected it to be much higher given that in the Russia-Ukraine war it went to 120. So we haven't seen it filter mm. through yet. But certainly there are inflation pressures that are starting to build, but we don't expect inflation to be as high as what we saw in 2022 and 2021. So in the US, for example, inflation peaked at around 10% in 2022. It's come down to 3.4%. But I think, again, with inflation, always put that number into context. Inflation coming down doesn't mean prices are coming down. It mm. just means they're growing at a slower pace. Mm. So the way I always like to conceptualize it is if you look at your wage increase or your salary increase, you might get a 10% increase this year and a 5% increase next mm. year. Your increase has come down, but your absolute salary is still growing. So that's exactly how inflation works. So price pressures are still there, but they're just a bit less reduced. And of course, the pressures from the impact of the Red Sea, we still have to see how that's filtered into the numbers. But mm. it's definitely an upside risk we're baking into both the global numbers and the Namibian numbers because the global inflation also does filter through to Namibia. Currently, our inflation rate sitting at 5.3%, as I said in December. And what we expect for this year is that inflation will average around 5.5% from 6% last or 5.9 percent average last year yeah and then obviously global pressures will then keep the the pressure on the currency yeah. which will then also yeah exactly we actually inflation. have seen the currency weakening over the past week as well obviously SA also has their domestic issues which exactly. doesn't really influence the currency yeah um, and it's an election year the currency typically tends to be weak in a, a SA, a SA election. election year yeah um, but those pressures also then do come through interesting yeah. so, so sticky inflation yeah, yeah. So, Rusa, what does this all mean for interest rates? What is your silver ball prediction? <laughs> okay, so again, important to remember in Namibia, Namibia is not an inflation targeting mm. bank. For us, it's more secondary consideration. Yeah. Our main aim is to keep the um, peg with South Africa, but we're linked to an uh, inflation targeting bank, so we inadvertently target inflation. The view in SA is that interest rates have peaked. Um, but with the upside risk, given the inflation dynamics, they're becoming very data dependent. Um, so interest rates in SA have peaked at 8.25%. We expect to peak at 7.75%. And then rate cuts only starting then at the end of December this year with a 25 basis points cut. And then over the next three years, in total, only 75 basis points okay. cut. So quite a shallow cut of 75 compared to the hike of 400. Yes. So, yeah, and that 75 only to start at the end of this yes, year. December specifically. And then to be yeah. spread across about three or four meetings. Yes. Okay. Rusa, thank you very much for talking to us. It was really um, yeah, insightful. A lot's happening this year, many elections around the world. All of that has got an impact on, on us, the economy, and, and how we feel things. So thank you very much, and I'll see you soon. Thank you very much, Michelle. Chat soon.